So the big question is this. How are successful everyday athletes over 30 like us who work hard, who don't have much time and who are always having to juggle life and family? How are we able to live a pain-free athletic lifestyle? How do we train? What do we eat? And what do we do different that allows us to get the most out of life but still have time for all our hobbies, family and friends? That is the question and this podcast will give you the answers. Welcome to the Fit Over 30 podcast. Welcome to the Fit Over 30 podcast, the podcast for people over 30 who want to lose weight, get stronger and live better. I'm your host, Josh Kennedy, and uh, in the Welsh uh, Valleys Hills, where are you? You near them? Almost. Almost. It's James Breeze. How are you doing, James? I'm very well. Was that your insult for me today? No, 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 absolutely not. I was, um, when we were talking about insults and I couldn't think of one for you this morning, unfortunately, and you were like, oh, just don't insult me. I was like, well, no, because it's, it's within me. I've got to. Um, and the only reason that I need to insult you is because I like you. And this is what we were, remember teaching Perry this back yes. in Germany. <laughs> Because he didn't get it. It's like, why do you really like say incredibly, I won't repeat the things we call each other, but, um, and we had to explain to him that that is the British way, right? Endearment. It's a term of endearment. Exactly. The more you insult someone, the more you like them, generally. Exactly. So we, we take great pleasure whenever we meet Perry. It's, it happens, happened a couple of times now when I've, well, I, well, I've literally seen you know, Perry Nicholson um, from StopChasingPain.com. I've seen him in a workshop or in a seminar or something along those yeah. lines, and I shout out, Oi, Perry, you, yeah, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> the looks on people's faces that like, <laughs> look across to me, and he turns back and says, Oh, James, you know, it's exactly the same thing right back. It's term of demon. So for those who are thinking out there that Josh hates me, he does deep down, I think. Yeah. But in reality, it's just a British term of endearment. <laughs> it's indeed. It is. I remember Perry came up with a, I think it was the day after, or, or was it the next time we saw him in Germany, the next year, he was like, all right, James, you yeah. see you, you see you next Tuesday or something. He was like, yeah, you're getting it, Perry. Well done. <laughs> anyway, uh, less about insults uh, and swearing and stuff. Um, we're talking about uh, your colon. <laughs> okay. oh, almost, <laughs> what? We almost are because we're going to update, update on my dad. Uh, right. Yes. Yeah. We're talking about um, why food quality matters uh, when it comes to fat loss and stuff but yeah james's dad diabetes uh that was the last podcast if you haven't listened to it uh give it a listen yeah how's he doing well it's been four weeks since we recorded that episode which is crazy times is times. it yeah four weeks no way yep four weeks which is mental and um more importantly my father has lost 15 pounds and for those who don't work in pounds that is 6.8 kilos brilliant Right. Um, which is phenomenal, which is also extremely worrying because he's lost a significant amount of weight in that period of time. So I don't think we're promoting that rapid fat loss or whatever, but just so people know the strategies and stuff that we have been using with him, uh, and he's done himself, have seemed to be working, having a really... And his blood tests have come back much yeah, better, haven't they? they've come out much better now. So I, I can't remember the mark, specific markers, but they're now more towards... As opposed to type two, they're coming back into like okay, bordering type two. Uh, they're, they're sort of into the pre-diabetes area, yeah. aren't they? Rather than actually being diabetic. That's it. Yeah. So exactly that. So it's it's been significant. And the key things he's been doing is he's continued his walking. He's been drinking more water with electrolytes in it. Uh, I'm going to emphasise that so he absorbs more water, and he's literally cut down on minimally on processed food, which is something we're going to talk about. Exactly. Which is. Nothing, no, he's done nothing else. Like he's, he doesn't go to the gym. He doesn't work out. 
he's just focused on that. He's cut out his uh, eight to 10 cups of coffee a day with two sugars in it each day, <laughs> which is, you know, fair enough. But yeah, he's just followed that, that idea and that process. Uh, and then bizarrely enough, like over the last two weeks, he's downloaded my fitness pal and started tracking some of the food he eats. And that's all done by himself. Nothing to do with us. Um, he's seen me do it in the past, but he's just picked it on board and taken care of it himself. So it's uh, well done, Dad. Updates to follow as we go on. Brilliant. Exactly. Uh, well done, uh, Mr. Thank Breeze. You. That's cracking. So, yeah, so we're talking about fat loss. And something just randomly before the podcast came up on my Facebook ta- uh, timeline from Examine, who are a uh, very trustworthy source. They, they uh, go through all the scientific studies and publish reviews so we don't have to read them which is great they summarize and they were talking about training and what's the best way to optimize training for fat loss and apparently working out in the afternoon or evening with a pre-workout coffee is the best way to lose the most fat or yeah burn the most fat during that particular workout yeah that was great, wasn't it? Like, I, I, we don't know too much more about that other than that. But it's... We, haven't read, we haven't read the the full review or study yet, but that's quite interesting. So if you want to maximize your, your fat loss in your workout, train in the afternoon or evening and have a pre-workout coffee. Exactly. Now, does that mean a pre-workout coffee with latte, vanilla sauce? No, that in... probably means uh, a black coffee, some sort of espresso, I imagine. Exactly. So let's just, I'm going to just quantify that. Like, for people who no, yeah. 500 calorie lattes. Yeah. <laughs> Before they uh, start their workout, no. Yeah, with extra foam and cream and a, and a shot of caramel and whatever. No, no, that's not what we're talking about. Absolutely, and it, it's it's crazy. Like it's it is important to think about it, think about that. Come to terms of this. We I spoke to randomly last Saturday. Um, yeah. We I go for coffee pre playing cricket, and we randomly bumped into an old lovely lady called Margaret who started talking to us. And Margaret had just been to Slimming World, and she'd she'd won Slimmer of the Week. Brilliant. Well done. Well done, Margaret. She lost four pounds. She's in the 70s, lost four pounds that week on Slim of the Week. And it was interesting because she treated herself because of that to a gigantic hot chocolate <laughs> with cream and everything on top. <laughs> Which is wonderful. <laughs> like it was a one, yeah. you know, great, great effort by her, but that was a little treat in her, yeah. in her luxury. But I don't think she quite realized how many calories would have been in that gigantic bowl of yeah. hot chocolate and cream. Yeah. Uh, and I wasn't going to say so. I was just politely saying, well done, hope it goes well. Absolutely. And I, unfortunately for Margaret, when she stepped on the scales the next day, it might not have been great. Mm, no, exactly. <laughs> hey, I tell you what's interesting, though, is speaking of scales the next day, my father keeps calling me up nearly every other day now, saying about how his weight fluctuates up and down depending on what he eats. And um, yep. it was interesting. He was gutted the other day when he went up three pounds overnight because he had a baguette, he had a ham and cheese baguette. Yep. Um, and for you know, that was his main meal for midday. He goes, I can't work it out why it is. Anyway, I've known my dad for a long time, is similar to me. Processed carbohydrates aren't the best nutrient or best like, force nutrient form of food. Um, that for, him, for him in particular. Him. Yeah. Exactly, exactly, for him in particular, same as me. If I have, I don't know, pizza, I know for a fact the next day I'm gonna go up half a kilo to a kilo. Just yeah. because, but also pizza that generally has cheese on top, and you're lactose intolerant, so it's a mixture of things all <laughs> yeah. at once. One, but you know, when I do it, you know, I, I do it because I want to do it because I like the taste of pizza. It's, it's yeah. fair enough. But it's interesting him seeing now how like different foods affect how he weigh, weighs in on his daily little weighing schedule, and how he now wants to avoid certain foods because he doesn't want to feel like he's putting weight on the next day. 
Yes, absolutely. Well, uh, we're talking all about food quality, and you just had something up from PN uh, yeah. on their website. Remind me what it said. No, it talks about how, like, you know, one of the most important things is food, as food processing increases, nutrient density decreases. And one yeah. of the most common things with all successful diets is the importance of food quality. So no matter how, what diet you follow, keto, carnivore, vegan, uh, low carb, high carb, whatever it is you follow, one of the most important factors is across all those diets is that the quality of the food matters and is one of the yeah. most important things to bear in mind as we go along. Absolutely. So you got, of course, calories in, calories out, the uh, energy equation first and foremost. But then as you go deeper, you've got to start looking at food quality because, yeah, the, the calories from certain food, they're not going to react the same in your body. You've got to take into account the, the nutrient density, the amount of vitamins and minerals in said food. So 700 calories of processed food ain't going to be the same as 700 calories from salmon and veg exactly and, and this this is the thing so like we, we get now don't get us wrong calories in calories out the energy energy equation the energy balance equation is so important finding your maintenance calories that we've talked about several times before making sure you're eating enough food you know the macronutrient breakdown all these sort of things matter but it does now come to a point where some people will stall they'll get yep. to a point um in their diet or their dieting phase and they'll start, you know, getting a plateau, getting a plateau, hitting certain elements, which is really frustrating. Um, and even though the numbers and calories will look spot on, and the macronutrients will be spot on, it'll get to a point where, well, why isn't this working as well as it should be? And this is where we work with so many clients who start to see, um, well, they start taking photos of their food, I think is the key point here. They start taking photos of the food, and we start to see the reality of where the foods are coming from or what type of foods they're eating. You know, you'd like to think everyone eats high quality meat or high quality vegan produce or fresh produce, but it isn't always the case. Sometimes it's packets from a microwave. It's literally packets from a freezer. Um, everything's frozen on here. And this is where people stall on and they start to struggle because it's not just about calories yeah. in this sense now. It is but also it's like how the body processes these, this, the food that you take in. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, and it's different for everyone because some people will do better. depends on your whole lifestyle on higher carb. Some people will do better on higher fat, but again, so many, many studies have shown that whether it, all things being equal, whether you, it's high carb or high fat, low, whatever, whatever it is, if carbs and fats are calorie wise, it's equal. doesn't matter whether you are on uh, a high fat or high carb diet. Weight loss is exactly the same. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely right. And it's, you know, you can argue to people will argue that to the cows come home, yeah. uh, but there is so much research out there saying that as well. So it's it's key. The key is, you know, like we, we all know. Well, not we don't, we don't all know this, but one of the most important macronutrients for weight loss or fat loss is protein. Absolutely, for a variety of different reasons for being feeling full. Yeah, you know, Yeah, where do I start? Well, it's, it's, well, first and foremost, I think it's feeling full, satiety in it, because yeah. you then, if you feel fuller, you then don't, it, it's a natural calorie cutter, calorie inhibitor, because you feel fuller, so therefore you don't want to eat, so you eat less. Yep. There you go. No, <laughs> it, it is it, absolutely that, and I'm just like, it's just caught me in the spotlight, I didn't think about think this here, you know, like, we need it to help build and maintain muscle mass. Absolutely, yep. Weight when you're losing, when you're trying to lose weight. 
Uh, satiety, we've already said. Um, the thermic effect of food. Exactly. It's actually, although it's the same number of calories per gram as carbs, because it burns more calories to process, it actually net gain is less. There you go. So you have less calories. It's, you know, it, it is that. It's like, you know, you're telling you food quality. But again, let's talk about the food quality of protein. Right. Okay. Again, irrespective of vegan or whether you're or vegetarian or whatever at all, it's the quality of the protein sources. Where is that coming from? Like a McDonald's burger is not going to be the same as a high quality steak or from, from your butchers. Or a, even if you talk burgers, like a McDonald's burger, like a little cheapy, nasty $2 a dollar cheeseburger is not going to be the same as a, a fresh made produced burger from your local butchers. Yeah. You know, those sorts of things. You've got to take all this into, into, into consideration and how it all comes in. So like, you know, we see this time and time again, like when it comes to food and counting calories here, if it comes to a platter on a stall, we need to look at what you're eating. Next is the key thing here. And it comes down to cooking. Yeah, I was going to say it comes down to life skills then, doesn't it? Yes, 100%. If you, can't, if you can't cook, then you're in a bit of a pickle. Yep, you're always going to reach for the microwave meal. You're always going to reach yep. for that convenience. Like food off a shelf, quickly get it in your mouth. And I, I'll be honest, I'll be, I'll be, I've been guilty of this. Like it's something, because yeah. my, my lifestyle, my time and effort, I've never really prioritized as much. I know you love cooking. You know, I do, I do indeed. One of your hobbies and great joys in life. It is, but we were talking about this before because I started cooking. You know, it's obviously influenced heavily by my parents, and I'm not saying everyone's parents who don't like to cook, they also don't like to cook. That's not, mm -hmm. not true. But I started cooking when I was 11 uh, because I had to take over Tuesday night's meal because mum and dad were out. I've just loved it ever since. So I've been cooking for, what, 30-something years now? Yeah. 32 years. So, yeah, and, and I personally love it. So that's, that's, it's not, for me, it's not a, a chore at all, not remotely a chore. Yeah. Um, so I understand, you know, you've talked about it. You don't enjoy cooking as much. I think you do more now. Yeah. But I think you've got to, people need to, if they don't cook, they need to get past that. Well, it's, it's interesting you say that about how you grew up as a child. Like I, I grew up on a farm, like my, my parents' farm and then my grandparents' farm was literally next door. I'm talking less than a hundred yards difference. So there must've been lots of cooking done for me right. oh, yeah. honestly it was like you know breakfast was was pretty much on the table for me for my grandparents lunch was on the on the table for my grandparents because they made it all for the workers on the farm as well and same with supper you know dinner was always there as well like i was just literally sat at the table and you were fed <laughs> i'm fed and also yeah. if i eat really quickly which is again is a bad skill to have yeah. Um, like you need to chew your food and take time. However, when I grew up, when I wanted, if I wanted seconds, I had to eat as fast as I possibly could. <laughs> or the other workers would um, were like chiming for getting seconds and thirds. So like it was just, just something I'd gone out of skill. So like I don't enjoy cooking. I love eating food. Don't get yeah. me wrong, like quality food. But I grew up on a farm where we had great fresh produce all the time made for me. So therefore, it hasn't been something I've got to learn to cook. Did you never? Did you never think? Oh God, I'd like to know how to cook that. No, I was it just that. a case because it was placed in front of you? You ate it and then you went outside and played cricket again, or whatever. That's exactly it. That's exactly <laughs> pretty much. I went back on the farm and like just did yeah. did stuff like that. Uh, and then it's carried over to like technicalizing the police. Like I was on night shift all the time. Like it's so hard to you know when you're on night shift to to get into a routine of cooking. You've either got to prep stuff or you eat out. Well, exactly. You just said the word. You've got planning and preparation. It's possible. 
it's much more difficult. Absolutely, it's much more difficult. But it's possible because you could prep stuff beforehand and take it with you, right? Exactly. You but can. Again, but a job like a job like the police is even even more difficult. You never know when you're going to get called out, do you? So no. We know there are obstacles to overcome. And that's it for anyone in the emergency services on shifts and stuff. The one thing I found really worked for me was intermittent fasting um, because it just helped me control the calories I was eating and stopped me from snacking in between things and like having sugary stuff at like two in the morning to keep me awake or those sort of things. It was just, that was my solution to get around it. Yeah. Um, but I wasn't prepping well. I was still eating out a lot. Yeah. You know, Balam Kebab House was the go-to. <laughs> Um, shout out to Balan Kebabs if they're still running. That was that was the go-to place. Only police officer in the south, you know, the southeast of London. Oh, do you remember the uh, kebab place in Stokey where I where I lived? Yeah, that was good as well. What was it called? Best kebab. I think it actually was called Best Kebabs or something. Wasn't it? it was great. <laughs> it was good. They had, had all sorts. They had all sorts of uh, Hollywood superstars coming there actually. <laughs> but um, but sorry, off off topic here now. But like we're trying to get to the point. It was like cooking is a skill. Like I'm cooking more now because I'm in one place again. I sat, the importance of being in one place for me for the first time. I've been traveling for eight years, pretty much. Um, so I've been eating on the go. So cooking's become a thing here. And I'm able to go to my local butchers. I'm able to go and get fresh produce and make things. I keep it simple. Basically, eat veg. Like, that is my, that is how I eat. And this is what I'm eating at the moment, predominantly, as I'm on the diet. But it's, it's key for people to realize that now. That, look, we, we've, we've, looked at the calories, we've broken it down into what we should be eating, how much protein we should be getting. Okay, we've stalled a little bit or getting minimal fat loss results. Okay, now it's time to look at food quality and where we're getting that produce from. Is it something that's cheap and nasty, like you know your, your value product you get from the supermarket, chucked in the freezer that you put in the oven, or is it something that's freshly made from the butchers? You know, the nutrient timing, or again, fresh produce, Nothing against frozen vegetables. They do help. Frozen veg are good. Frozen veg are good. Exactly. But like it's the same. But we, we use that sort of stuff. We'll go, okay, well, where are you getting carbohydrate intake from? Is it from your McDonald's burger or is it from high quality oats for your product? We've all, I think when you mentioned, um, you know, going to butchers and fresh produce and stuff, it just sort of occurred to me, you know, not everyone can afford it. It also comes down to price price as well so maybe in that circumstance the best thing to do is eat meat less often but when you do eat it buy better quality i think that's the key yeah absolutely yeah. absolutely and then, like i said the, the other thing as well as with people is to think about cooking skills like yeah sometimes i would i put people on cooking plans as opposed to workout plans like they, rather than focus on the hour of the workout they need to do that week, I've gone, no, we're going to focus on cooking instead. And you're going to spend an hour making a meal for you because that's some, a life skill to stay with you for life. And you can add on to the workout at a later time. Baby steps though, right? Just pick one or two recipes that you know you would like and practice cooking them. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Like you get really good at one, then you add another one the following week. I don't know, but yes, you may be eating the same food, but in the case of six weeks, that could be six different meals you have every night of the week that you now know how to cook. Yeah, exactly. That you spent cooking. So please don't neglect food quality and uh, the quality of the produce you get and buy. Um, and that's the same when it comes to supplements, actually. 
Um, I can share yeah. you a, a personal story with this. I like I've tried some of the cheaper nasty supplement brand, you know brands because I thought I'll try and save a bit of money, and I have done. And yeah. do you know what it does to me? It makes me fart like crazy. <laughs> it, you just, I just know, like whatever it is, whatever it is. But I, I have to have vegan produce because it's I yeah. can't have the whey. So it's, I was going to say it's not whey, is it? You don't oh, have right. whey, but I don't have whey. So in my personal term, less if I have really poorly produced um, supplement powders, uh, which I need to get to my my my, pro, my protein levels ridiculously over two hundred grams per day, um, but to get to that. Alongside balance the the price and cost of everything, um, I need supplements. And again, if I go for cheap supplements, it gives me the wind like crazy. Um, it's not pleasant to be around, but the quality of the produce makes a difference on the digestion as well. Absolutely, I absorb it. So just something to think about here. Yeah, gosh, and then it, now now you can go that down the whole digestion, improving your gut health route, and all that's a whole another. Well, that's that's what we're leading into, isn't it? Really, like if we're. Literally, this is what we're leading into. If we're talking a complete, taking a complete beginner to just understanding basics of calories, like what's the maintenance, what's a deficit, those sorts of things. Okay, great, we're eating towards that. We've lost a bit of weight. Well, what's the next stage? Look at food quality. Because sometimes people aren't ready to hear about the importance of digestion and the gut health. <laughs> you know, that's, yeah. a, that's a, a, almost advanced stuff for people. They're not, they're not aware of that yet. Not that mean Def- that they're... What's the word? It doesn't mean they're um, ignorant of it. It just means they're just not aware. Like, because I wasn't like I wasn't aware of it um, many many moons ago when we started learning about nutrition and fitness and health. So it's a stage by stage approach. Depends on where you are on the, on your fitness and weight loss journey. But calories important. Then we start to digress to food quality, and then we can look about gut health because it all make, makes a part and plays a part in what you're doing. Absolutely. Absolutely cool. You've got me thinking now. What am I going to cook this weekend? I still haven't tried out the um, electric barbecue rotisserie that Liz got me. So if it's nice this weekend, I might crack that baby out. Yeah, crack out. What about your phobo? Have you cooked the recipe from your phobo? I haven't yet, but again, I I want to because it's got some um, it's got some lovely looking recipes in there. So I need to uh, get down my butchers and get some bones, get some quality bones, and, uh, get cooking some stock and stuff. Yeah. Oh, Do it. So many things. It's Burger Friday for us here, so it's um, it's every every week we we now have like Burger Friday, where we go down to the local butchers, get a whole load of meat, uh, and cook up Burger Friday. It's great. Can't wait. Nice. Do you make your own burgers? Do you from? No, we we buy it. We literally buy it from the burger shop. They're, they're so good. They're literally so good. Um, so it depends. I usually have between three and four patties, if I'm being honest. <laughs> oh my god. Or four ounce patties. It's great. <laughs> Yeah, meat that's, that's a lot of meat. <laughs> but it's interesting because, like, just just okay, randomly, people I've had lots of questions about people asking me you now, what do I diet? How do I diet over the past six six weeks or months? Now, now we started talking more about nutrition. Like, they're always interested, like, what do I do? Or what, what do people do? Well, I, mine is simple. I calorie count and I stick in a deficit. But guess what? I do on days like Burger Friday where I'm having four four ounce patties. I know what calories are in them. I eat less throughout the day. I literally just eat less. So I hit my 2,000 calories by the end of the day. That's yep. it. Indeed. Indeed. There you go. There you there's, go. No magic, there's no magic formula. No, I, wish, I wish there was. <laughs> Work out, uh, lift weights, eat high quality food within the means of the battle of the energy equation. Absolutely. Uh, there we go. Thank you very much. Yeah. Enjoy. And uh, when are we in England playing in the football? 
Oh, God, we're going to get battered by Germany on uh, Tuesday. Yep. Come on, the mighty Wales was Denmark. Uh, oh, Denmark, Denmark, Denmark. <laughs> <laughs> as you said, I think the whole world will be supporting Denmark, unfortunately. I know. Usually they'd be supporting Wales as the underdogs, but no. No, not this time. <laughs> Uh, yeah so that's all to come and uh, yeah thank you for for that and uh, thank you guys for listening until next time want more fitness secrets want to see the very best that strength matters has to offer if so then go start your free 7 day coaching experience at strengthmatters.com today our expert coaches will take you through the assessment process and help you put a workable plan into action together we will finally uncover what's holding you back and put you on the path to success start your free 7 day coaching experience today. Visit www.strengthmatters.com to get started.